0: Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, I'm Kirsty,
1: And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people who are attempting another episode on a Sunday evening because we don't learn our (laughs) lesson.
0: Never. But you know what the good news is? We are also people who are really into figure skating now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked over and my husband was standing at the door. <laughs> Hold on. What? I was putting the kid to bed. Oh. it sounded like like knocking around.
1: <laughs> is that a man on this podcast? <laughs> carry on <laughs> me or, or your husband <laughs> he's just like standing there looking at me now <laughs> it's our actual third chair
0: <laughs> for what it's worth the third chair on this podcast has no opinions about figure skating <laughs>
1: None yeah. at all. He just rolled his eyes and left. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he always has anyway. absolutely no time for our bullshit. It's fine. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, nobody appreciates us. No. Okay.
0: But let's anyway. talk about
1: <laughs> skating. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about it.
0: We've been on a two-show journey about figure skating.
1: I like to say that we episode. created a perfect custom cocktail of television Ooh, in this episode. I like that. I know. Um, The first show is... More of a Canadian spirit, if you will. <laughs> um, and that's a show that happened to us, I would say. And then the second yes. show is something we did to ourselves. <laughs> it was a mistake. For, like, no good
0: reason. <laughs> no good reason. Like, I'm telling you, there's no other podcast out there that's gonna um, talk about this one. Yeah, probably not.
1: <laughs> not
0: Certainly not um, in the depth. No. I just want you to know that after my husband left the room, he sent me a text that said, my opinion on figure skating is that Michelle Kwan is GOAT. Really? Great. Yeah.
1: Wow. I mean, she's good. I was never a Michelle Kwan fan, though. Yeah. But I mean she like some medals and
0: stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I wasn't really prepared to bring the heat on my favorite figure skaters of the nineties.
1: <laughs> I've never heard do you have less of an opinion about anything. <laughs> You're always so ready to go to bat and you just did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay oh boy <laughs> off to a good start mm-hmm. okay so I can, I can start with the story of how we learned about the first show we're gonna talk about tonight okay great um and the story is that i saw it on facebook <laughs> nice um one of my facebook friends is like friends with someone who was participating or something wait i don't remember that part <laughs> yeah it yeah that's like a <laughs> it contestant matter. yeah oh it's not. It's not important. <laughs> it's the it's same just, person who's friends know? with Sam Hewen, so they just have a lot of connections. Oh, oh. Well then, <laughs> those Canadians. Um. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, so they had posted about this, and I it immediately flagged every. Everything about Everything. our show. I th- Everything. I think it was
0: maybe, if not a yellow alert, or if not a red alert, then a yellow alert.
1: Yeah. Because we had just watched Square Hockey Musical around this time. Yes. And <clears throat> so we, this is how we learned about the CBC smash hit that returned to television after a several year hiatus. <laughs> battle of the blades it's described
0: in this article from toronto city news as being a raiders ratings juggernaut
1: i can see how canada thinks so yeah yep yep and the premise of this show that i'm basically obsessed with is you know we have dancing with the stars And that's where a celebrity and a dancer go in pairs and do dancing. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Kind of tired. But what's not tired and may perhaps be wired (laughs) is...
0: I love everything you're doing right
1: now. (laughs) Is pairing a retired hockey player with a retired Pairs figure skater and making them do Pairs ice dancing. (laughs) While also raising funds for a charity and channeling the spirit of Canada on national television.
0: They talk so much about the charity work like the judge is always coming over and being like and we're all just here for charity right
1: all the time constantly
0: (laughs) it's like they're at like a charity gala except they're figure
1: skating while they're there right and like i think from the get-go like my gut reaction is that just to the premise alone is that it's way more interesting to put someone, or two people who do basically the same functional thing, but in very different ways. Yes. To a test than it is to put someone who dances and someone who, like, walks around and make them dance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so... Kirstie and I used all the power of the internet to find this show.
0: <laughs> it took, I mean, um, if you remember when we recorded Square Hockey Musical and we're just now getting to Battle of the Blades, like, it's taken some effort.
1: Yeah. Um, but we got there. Use your power of the internet to find it, however that may be. There are five I seasons, recommend or VPNs. <laughs> I believe there's five Five. but four are like ten years old.
0: Yeah. But
1: And then this year was one episode.
0: But I'm like still hype as hell to get back into those other four seasons. (laughs) I'm just telling you right off the jump.
1: (laughs) Wow. Um so do you wanna tell everyone how this show kicks itself
0: off? So There's some kind of, like, opening montage, but they don't, with, like, Canadian flags, because obviously. And then they cut immediately to the ice rink, where there are are two middle-aged men in nice Mm -hmm. suits, and they treat us to an entire (laughs) program, (laughs) the storyline of which is, this is the show you are about to watch. (laughs) and by program i mean the thing that you refer to figure skating routines as i.e they did a figure skating routine laying out the premise of the
1: show (laughs) 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 these two men in suits there's literally (laughs) zero context (laughs) no and they just go for they just jump out there
0: and they're doing lifts And they're doing their whatevers, their flips and stuff. Yep. And then they come and sweatily grab microphones on the ice and are completely out of breath because they just did a routine together. And are like, and...
1: (sighs) Welcome (laughs) to this Battle of the Blades. (laughs) Like... They're inexplicably appear to be doing the show live. Yes. In like a American Idol circa 2001 style.
0: Yes. There's like audience voting and the whole bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's like <laughs> simultaneously like too much production value and not enough. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> um it's incredible and they also don't really give you context about who anyone is and they just assume that Canada knows
0: but Canada seems to know because they kept being like this is the person who won this cup on this team and they did yeah. a goal by age 18 and the crowd's like yeah <laughs> they did a
1: goal by age 18 I would hope so <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, is that like not the metric for being a professional (laughs) hockey
1: player? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe not. (laughs) Oh, Um, God. Yeah. And so they. Yeah, so they. Go
0: ahead. I was just going to say they like then have everybody skate out. And they do these, like, one-line packages about everybody. Yeah. And all the goals they've scored and all of the medals they've won. Because, the, as Kelsey said earlier, both, both of the p- partners in each pair are equally as famous in their field. Yeah. So, like, all the figure skaters have gone to the Olympics and competed in Worlds and whatever, and all of the hockey players are also whatever um and so both sets of them are like equally as recognizable so they all get their like time the one thing i thought was funny is that as they introduced like all of them pretty much every well there were like four or five of them where they were like reigning champion of
1: battle of the blades (laughs) like like this show's been off the air for like 10 years but they couldn't find new talent (laughs) no Either that or they just
0: like wanted to come back and hit hard with the nostalgia, like the nostalgia tour of the cast of Battle of the Blades. It's just so wild.
1: (laughs) Oh, God.
0: And we also start with this incredible... This was still so early in the episode that I hadn't found my own footing with the show yet, but they start with this incredible package about this one pair that's competing. Oh yeah, <laughs> because- <laughs> they show this package twice. Also, <laughs> yes, the, in, in, like the exact same package. Um, so one of the pairs was like this woman and this hockey player, and he, they were like doing their routine, and he tore his hamstring a week before the competition, so yeah. he can't skate because he doesn't have a leg. And so she had to get a new partner, but because they'd only had, like, five days to rehearse, they weren't doing a routine this episode. Yeah. So they have to wait
1: until episode two to Yeah, compete. so they just jump in with that, still with no context.
0: Yeah, like, I I literally, we, I, we must have still been in the middle of, I guess they were introducing their judges. That's what happened. They introduced the judges before yeah. the contestants. Yeah. And so this guy who was supposed to be a contestant was made a judge. I guess is like a peace offering. Like, sorry, sorry, we broke your leg and maybe ruined your career. Come be a judge, I guess.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so they had to show the package to explain why this dude was now a judge. Yeah. But then later, um. they do it again because do they? They must do a
1: performance. They just, like, not get voted on? No, they didn't do a performance, but it was, like, in one of their little intermission sessions, I feel like. I gotcha. Because they, okay. sh- they went to them in the crowd again.
0: Ah. Was but, it, like, like the time, whole time... that would have been their program?
1: Yeah, probably. Mm. But they, like, do all this before they explain the r- rules? Yes. It's all, like, the premises. is... A little confused, like you get it, but the actual yeah. structure between behind, like the voting and the scores, is not explained. <laughs> no, until it's like twenty minutes me. in, because he's and like... then they're like, it's easy. You just take the judges' votes and then the audience votes and then there's a skate off the next episode and then the winner of the skate off, the judges and I'm like, wait, this is not simple canada (laughs) no
0: no and like voting closes for each pair after their program and so it's like you also it's not like eurovision where you can vote until the bitter end yeah there's like timetables for voting (laughs) and then at one point he's like oh the judges just use figure skating points it's fine and then he just like moves on yeah. Which I get that, like, a lot of their core audience is gonna know what that means, but it's not only about the core audience, you know? Right.
1: Uh, yeah, I have questions. <laughs> but really, it's, like... It's fine. You it's just hop sp- on for the ride and hope like for the Like, funny best. middle
0: ground between Great British Bake Off and the rest of American reality TV, where they're yeah. not super invested in, like, belaboring the rules and the premise, but then it also took them like 25 minutes of the 90 minute special to actually do a skating program.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of like chattiness. It's interesting. Yeah. (laughs) So we get through all that and then it's time for the first number that kind of like unceremoniously happens. Like all the numbers just kind of start. (laughs) there's no like lower third to tell you like who's skating (laughs) nothing
0: oh you know what i just realized i'm looking at wikipedia while we talk and i didn't make this connection until right now but it's not the whole pair that wins or loses it's just the hockey skater that wins or loses so then why does each member of the pair have a charity I don't know. I mean, I guess you could argue that the professional figure skater loses in the sense that they don't get to keep being on the show. But, like, when you look at this chart of the winners and losers, the professionals are in a column of their own. And then it has the five seasons with the winners and runners-up and whatnot. Interesting. Listed individually. Interesting. So it's really about like which hockey player makes the most progress. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, what a sorry. narrative. Yeah. Yeah, we t- I have we I have talked a lot about how I don't understand narratives in sports. That whole yep. concept is stupid to me. This show yep. relies so heavily on the idea of sports narrative. S-
1: too heavily? Perhaps. <laughs> yeah 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 so they do these like they continue to have this format where they do these little vignettes about like the pair that's about to skate and i i'm not sure like are they going to continue to do these every week because it would get real tedious no so um, i kind of
0: hope the first episode was 90 minutes because it was like hooray the show's back after 10 years Um, But the rest of the episodes are not 90 minutes, so I doubt they'll have that many packages because they don't need to kill as much airtime.
1: Got it. Okay, that's good news. They may still have some. you get this, like, yeah, but... Yeah. You get, like, these talking heads from the people who are skating, and then you get their life story, and it's fascinating. Yes. Because everyone's, like, a little apathetic.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: I Because, th- like, they're all retired from their professional career, and it's like, I was a Olympic champion figure skater, and now I coach these, like, 10-year-old kids. And then on the hockey side, it's like, yeah, I had kind of an underwhelming career for, like, 10 years, and then I retired. <laughs> Except for the <laughs> play
0: chick, who's still playing, and her whole thing was like, I'm, I'm yeah. figure skating this week, and then next week I'm going back to hockey practice, and it's confusing going back and forth.
1: Right. Right.
0: There were, like, I multiple mean, jokes about figure skates versus hockey skates. One judge mm-hmm. said something about how that's just so hard for your brain to do.
1: hmm Was that the first contestant?
0: No, she was kind of in the middle.
1: Oh, uh, the other one.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, tell me about the first one though, because you had so many. Fails. Oh my god, the first one, like, they, as I said to Kelsey, they
0: took no prisoners. And, like, I have to wonder if there was someone on the production team who knew what everyone's programs were going to be like and intentionally put them first because it's mm. just such a strong statement about <laughs> Canada. <laughs> about figure skating, about hockey. Yep. yep. About country music. Yep. About this show and who <laughs> they want the show to be.
1: <laughs> I also want to point out that this particular hockey player, however, they did her makeup, she looked like a Candace.
0: Yes. She looked exactly And I could not, like not get past it. <laughs> At one point in the judging, one of the judges was like, your choreographer did well to play to your eyes. <laughs> I know. I was like, does that just mean she has crazy
1: eyes? Like, I don't know what that means. So I think I... Th- maybe. <laughs> but what my favorite thing was about this entire show... Was watching the sheer, like, terror in the eyes of every hockey
0: player. (laughs) Oh my god, it was incredible. And it's going to come up again, because multiple times in the judging, the judges were like, you know, you need to trust this a little bit more. And it's like, these are people who have scars all over their mouths and necks because they've been, like, literally slaughtered by hockey skates going, like, (laughs) real fast on the ice. And yet, like... They go to do these like leans and lifts and stuff, and it is, it's the they do truly have like these <laughs> looks of horror.
1: <laughs> oh, it's like deer in headlights, and you can see just, like, their bodies along, like
0: stiffening like, up, like they're like, Oh God, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it is so
1: funny. <laughs> And the, their partners like being so graceful next to them and you can tell they're kind of like what the fuck is wrong with you it's not that <laughs> hard <laughs> it's so funny because in
0: every single program you can see all of the moments when the professional is like
1: having to do the fucking work <laughs> there's a lot of like they're just like sashaying around in circles and the professional's like spinning around them and they're just like kind of barely going around the circle all over Yeah,
0: (laughs) there's a lot of like you know they try to do these lifts and stuff and you can see the professional having to like balance themselves or like do this like body work to try to make up the difference because the hockey player has a bad (laughs) center of gravity yep (laughs) (laughs) it's hilarious it's
1: It's so it's especially funny
0: and this is like a little bit of the patriarchy so I apologize but it's especially funny with the female hockey players because they're trying yep. to look like female figure skaters they're like trying to do like the swan arms and shit yeah and like they just they try real hard
1: yeah <laughs> and then they've got <laughs> these like big
0: strong dudes who are a thousand times more graceful than they are
1: yep <laughs> and it's so funny <laughs> but anyway, like, this first Canada program, got this shit right. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Yes. So they start by zooming in on the professional who's the male figure skater, and he is wearing acid wash denim from head to toe. Yep. Which I have never seen on ice before. I'm sure it's happened, <laughs> but it was just a juxtaposition, shall we say. Sure. And then this like country song comes on. Uh, and, like, the first couple lines, are something about, like, a girl and her daddy or whatever. And the camera pans yep. to the hockey chick on the bench sitting next to her dad.
1: Yeah. And they're, like,
0: rocking back and forth while she looks up at him adoringly. And then she, like, hops up and she's wearing jeans and, like, a plaid, like, flannel shirt tied around her waist. And, and then so they like, just go out there in Canada in rhinestones
1: on the back. <laughs> yes yeah, they it, it was
0: wild, y'all. Talk about tone setting.
1: yeah. And they got like very good scores, I would say. They did, although i
0: I felt like everyone pretty much got the same scores. Yeah, that's the problem with figure
1: skating scoring. It's not real. I was more like 9.5,
0: if, 9.2. Ooh, ooh. I was wondering if maybe they're a little more generous in week 1 because they kept talking a lot about how they couldn't wait to see what certain people were going to do in week like 5 and 6. So it seems like there's an expectation of like progress.
1: Yeah, I, that, I mean like, I would maybe think if so. you're not
0: doing better, or doing more complex programs or something, then like they start being a little harsher with the scores.
1: I was shocked that no one fell in any of these. Me too. They all did a really good job. They did a good job. And that it's was also really gratifying like, too. Yeah. They do well to show that everyone has yeah. worked hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, the thing about the judging that's like a little alarming to me, but also hilarious, is all the judges have skates on and sometimes they're just giving feedback and they hop up and they just try to perform for you and you're like what sit down yeah yeah this one judge i didn't
0: know they were wearing skates until the judge gets up and he's like next week i want to see you do more of this and he just starts skating (laughs) around to show like how to do a follow-through with your leg or some shit Yeah.
1: And it's just like, oh, I guess you guys are just ready. Doing the most. They're doing the most. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So there's like, I don't know how granular we want to get about every performance. Um, If
0: we had all the time in the world, I would love to do a performance (laughs) by performance recap.
1: (laughs) It would be so fun. Tune in for our other podcast we're gonna start (laughs) our new side project
0: (laughs) you know what that would Uh, be a really fucking good podcast
1: I know
0: (laughs) (laughs) when we quit our jobs and create our podcast empire yep we'll
1: put that top of the list that'll be the third show (laughs) yeah um But yeah so there's like two performances again they're like all spaced out by these really long vignettes and then they come back from a commercial break and one of the hosts comes out and he's like we were talking to so and so and they said you've got to get so and so involved in this program and then there's just like an intermission number for no reason. (laughs) 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 <laughs> with that person, and it, like again, just there's no reason for it. And then after he's done, they g- explain that he's part of the choreography team. Yes, <laughs> but like I need to know if every week we're gonna get an intermission number <laughs> from a rando. Because I, I would have that. to imagine so. It was so weird. like there was no it, it wasn't necessary. They had plenty of time to prep for the next skater in between commercial. It may breaks. not have like, been I necessary, but it was also
0: definitely worth it. I was not
1: mad about it. No, I wasn't mad either, but <laughs> it was just like, is this is this just what happens on Battle of the Blades? Yes, a hundred percent. Oh God. Um, it was great.
0: It was so good. It's so much fun. It's so pure.
1: Yeah, it's very, very pure. All the
0: hockey players <laughs> tried real, real hard. I have to say, it was really sweet to watch a bunch of, like, big, burly hockey player men be really earnest about something.
1: I feel like that's, like, secretly Kirsty's kryptonite, though. <laughs> it's, like, earnest people. No, like an earnest hockey player. (laughs) Oh no, it's true.
0: Kelsey accidentally discovered that I'm a sucker
1: for hockey players giving pucks to kids.
0: To break the patriarchy, because <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: he tried to give a puck to a little girl, and everyone kept giving it to all the boys, and so he just kept finding more pucks and being like, "No." Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and then it's it was very good. <laughs> oh. oh no! I do. I can't let us segue though until I mention my favorite quote of the whole show. Yes. <laughs> which was during after a performance um the host said we're going to get to scores now which is part of the equation <laughs> <laughs> and all i could think of was Hockey, the, Hockey, equation. the equation <laughs> And if god. you, dear listener, do not know that reference, please drink twice and go to YouTube.com and search score a hockey musical. It's free on YouTube. Please watch it immediately.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll never stop beating this drum. No.
0: <laughs> it's like the only thing I care about. <laughs> oh my god. It, yeah. yeah, this is this is like the natural evolution of Score a Hockey Musical. What was our pitch for
1: Score a Hockey Musical too? It was that his dad had to be the emergency goalie. That's right. <laughs> That's right. This week a Zamboni
0: driver got to be a goalie and he did good at a game. And so yeah. now... <laughs> now... Need the score a hockey musical sequel about it?
1: <laughs> oh, let's call the bare naked ladies. I think they could
0: help. <laughs> I can't believe the bare naked ladies are not involved in Battle of the Blades. Doesn't it seem like they should be?
1: Honestly, like the musical choices, I kept hearing them and being like, "Is that the bare naked ladies?" Like not the bare naked ladies. And then um my other favorite part <laughs> I almost forgot. At one point, like in the 30-minute intro to this show, <laughs> they they tell you that there's a famous Canadian in the audience.
0: Oh my god, yes. Yes, I wanted to talk about this. Yes. <laughs>
1: And they're there to be the audience proxy. He was like, and all I could this think season. of was Nelly Furtado and I.
0: An ardent fan.
1: I honestly like. If it was her, I would have just died. <laughs> I wanted it so badly to be true.
0: So my favorite part about this Is the host is like This season we wanted the audience to have more voice And then they literally go To the comedian once at the end And he goes The energy is electrifying Or some shit (laughs) And that's it
1: (laughs) That's all he does I just I love how much canada is in this show
0: it's so pure
1: i love that they're like there's so many famous canadians and they're like but we also have a famous canadian in the audience (laughs) it's amazing it's amazing this is a very good show yeah highly recommend highly 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 (laughs) It made me um, it so time... happy today. It made me happy too. Oh, um, is it time to talk about a show that we may not recommend? Yes, a show Question that mark? did not.
0: Well, it didn't not make us happy, but it didn't make us happy. Yeah, it's also <laughs> it's not us... pure or good. No.
1: Um, yeah, so we wanted to balance out our ice skating content with more ice skating content. Yes. Um, and by that, we mean we're going to talk about the Netflix original one-hit wonder. (laughs) (laughs) Spitting out?
0: Yes. Which I... Swear to God, still sounds like a working title. I don't think they ever intended to broadcast the show with this title.
1: This whole show plays out as a working project. True <laughs> that. True that. It does not feel finished. No. But the Netflix machine delivered it to us. You just gotta get the content. Yes. So this show came out in like January January 1st. Yep. That's why I watched it. Yeah, cuz I was still on break. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um and I well, I decided to watch it because I read that January Jones was in it. Um and she was like a w- washed up like scary mom hockey not hockey mom ice skater mom and i wanted to see what that vibe was about and to be honest i feel like it delivered (laughs) on that front (laughs) in a big way but i also got trapped into like a vortex of like old wb style programming (laughs) (laughs) maybe not I don't even want to call it that I want to call it like CW programming because it's more trashy than WB yeah um and it was a whole lot but you know I watched the whole season (laughs) if you have nothing else like no content and only probably in that circumstance I might recommend it (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think I watched two or
1: three episodes. I watched several. It does a good job um, in, like, the the weird way that Netflix does of, like, sucking you in. And I'd love to know, like, what yeah. algorithms spit this show out and, like, what levers they're pulling that made me watch so much of it.
0: Yeah, that's what happened to me, too. Like. I went to watch the first one, my kid was taking an abnormally long nap, and before I knew it, I was watching more of them. I think at least part of it is that the autoplay feature is so fucking fast, and so it's like by the time you could X out, it's already started, and so you're like, well, I'm already watching it. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they get you. That's how they get you. And if you're having a day like I was that day, it doesn't really matter if you're watching that or like some other shit, you know?
1: yeah. Mhm.
0: Like at that point it's all just brain rot, so who cares? <laughs>
1: um so this show takes place in Idaho, right? Uh yeah. Um a place where you have been and I have not. <laughs> so I you haven't been to the- The authenticity of the Idaho depicted here. Well, they were in
0: a very different part of Idaho than I've Mm. been to, but there Mm. is, like, a a vibe that they managed to nail. (laughs) Mm. It's this sort of, like, hopeless depression with, like, a tinge of sensory deprivation. Mm. Like this feeling that everything is surreal at all times, and also nothing exists, and you maybe don't (laughs) exist.
1: Sorry to our listeners in Idaho. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I know some people really like it there. My time has not been great. (laughs) Um... I sort of described it to you, I think, as, like, being trapped inside one of the resorts in a Hallmark Christmas movie, except everyone just says fuck a lot. Yep. Yeah, it's
0: like, like, if you did, like, a revealed version. Yeah. Like, the Hallmark ski resort behind the scenes.
1: It really reminded me of that one that we watched, I think, last year? That was like, the girl was the party planner and she opened up the lodge at the top of the hill or whatever to have her party. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I was thinking about that one, too. Yeah. Maybe they Um, used the same Canadian ski resort.
1: You know, they could have. It's possible. Mm Mm-hmm. We'll we'll have to Google that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it all basically takes place in this, like, bougie ski resort that a lot of people also live at and around and work in uh and that seems to be like the hub of the town and it's about a family of a single mom who's january jones and her two daughters who are both ice figure skaters um Like, one of which has more promise than the other? (laughs) Right? Well,
0: (laughs) it's not, it's like, it's controversial. It's like one has more promise on the surface, but then everyone's convinced that the other one is like... Uh, Yeah. ...is better, but she's suffering from some trauma, so it's like the world will never know. Yeah. But she's the one who has the gift but the other one's good technically.
1: Right. Um, yeah, so it's, and then we learn pretty early on that the mom and the daughter with the gift are both bipolar. Yep. Uh, and then it's about like how they handle that well or not well. Mm-hmm. As it relates to their ice skating careers, past and present. Yep. <laughs> and also parenting. <laughs> also, the foreshadowing is
0: aggro. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I haven't seen the whole season, but I, I've i got an inkling in spite of the subtleties. You think? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, spoilers abound, but don't feel like you're going to be spoiled by this. Yeah, I mean <laughs>
0: Netflix show. has already said they're not coming out with the season 2, so I don't really know how high pressure yeah. the ending of season it 1 is. It doesn't matter.
1: It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um so yeah, the older daughter who's the one with the gift had like not taken her meds or something and then I think that's what it was. And then she had a head injury during her performance. Oh I and didn't so now she's that trying
0: the bipolar was involved in that. I thought it was just like a whoopsie doodle.
1: No, I think it if I'm remembering right, it was part of that. Okay. Cause she goes like on and off her beds like constantly in this show.
0: Yeah.
1: And they say it was there because of that. And that's like a whole thing. Yeah. Anyway. Um so she, the whole show is like her trying to like, come back from that incident, and they decide to make her a pair skater instead of a solo skater. And yeah. she gets matched up with this man-child. <laughs> um, there's, like, the show does that thing that a lot of teen shows do, where age doesn't matter. Yep. <laughs> like, they're all supposed to be early
0: 20s, I think? Between, like, 16 to 22 or so. Are you there? I think her sister is, like, 16.
1: Yes. I think so, too. But the all the other characters are old enough that they don't need to be living with their parents, but are also, like, way too, um... Dependent on their parents and their parents' approval, I would say. Yes. Which I feel
0: like Uh, it's intended to be, like, a commentary on, like, figure skating culture. Yeah. Like, I think there's supposed to be something about, like, helicopter parents and parents who make their kids do shit for their own sense of
1: glory and blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, It just, I feel like it's murky on this show yes um but yeah so she she starts pair skating and they get this coach who's this uh like russian lady who used to be a champion figure skater pair skater or something like that
0: she has her own like dark past
1: (sighs) yeah although it's not that dark (laughs) <laughs> um and basically the whole show is about like will they or won't they succeed as a pairs team? Will they or won't they start dating? Um there's like a love triangle for a while with a guy who works at the bar and the ski resort. Oh, does that guy there's not also work out? No, no, there's some some real storytelling they oh, do boy. in a very Netflix way with that mm-hmm. character that we can get into. Um, and then there's the other plot of like the sister and her skating coach and the mom because she's actually still a child, so she she's sort of like stuck. With the mom who's kind of, um, uh, unstable. Yes. And, yeah. It's, it's a
0: show. <laughs> it's a whole show, and it's one of those things where Netflix was like, we want to be topical, and so, and but we want to be new, and we want to be edgy, and we want to be fresh. So we're going to talk about figure skating. But we're going to talk about, like, the dark side of figure skating, because it's not just all about, like, the glitter and shit. Yeah. And also we're going to talk about mental health, because we feel like we have a track record of being qualified to talk about mental health. (laughs) And we're going to talk about bipolar, and we're going to talk about self-harm, and we're going to talk about abusive relationships, and we're going to talk about child sexual abuse, and... It's going to be really good, and we're going to be really good at it, and it's going to be a good thing that we're doing for the format.
1: <laughs> also, we gave yes. them like
0: $500,000 for the whole season, and we don't give a flying fuck. Not a single person has edited a script.
1: No, Nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the lead character in this show, the actress from the show skins and the show had a real skins but what if it was on Netflix 5 oh, no. which <laughs> was a choice that's a lot yeah but before we get into like let's tear this show apart a little bit yeah. I just want to take a minute and appreciate January Jones for being a like, an unstable, (laughs) uh, lower-class person and doing it well. She
0: knows how to, like, nail a very specific type of woman that I don't know if I could describe with words, but I feel like many of us know this exact woman. Yes.
1: And it's like... She's too good for this show, also. Way too good a for a thousand the show. percent. She carried. Like, I don't the know show. what business she had being here.
0: I almost feel like it was like a boredom project for her. Like that time Rob Lowe was in Call of the Wild. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it wasn't Call of the Wild. <laughs>
0: really the hill you want to die on is what the exact title of rob lowe's weird christmas savannah movie was
1: only because i want to talk about treat williams tweet about call of the <laughs> god all right we we can get back on track make something of yourself (laughs) make something of yourself okay
0: okay so I'm sorry um
1: I don't even remember oh
0: January Jones you think
1: she was bored
0: yep yeah I think she was bored so she did Netflix is what I think happened here
1: I mean, it's I think fair. she was like,
0: I can play this part in my sleep, so. Just gonna yeah. do it.
1: She she nailed it. I'm, I'm gonna say it. I yeah. almost wish, that, wish this was a better show, because I would have liked to see more of that. You know
0: what, like, I'll say that the show is not fundamentally flawed in the sense that, like, yeah, you could do some interesting stuff with a bunch of fucked up people who are obsessed with figure skating. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, because, like, the whole thing with January Jones' character, she's sort of, like, your basic dance mom or pageant mom, or she's that archetype of, like, yep. a woman who had her own dreams but then, like, had children too young and blames her children for dreams that she was never going to achieve anyway. Right. And so she, like, forces her kids to to do it so she can live vicariously and like there are bits and pieces of what they tried to do that could have been interesting
1: yeah but it's just like who gave you the right <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you give the Daves a project <laughs> yeah
0: it was yeah yeah big Dave energy on this show yeah
1: more than you even know Kirstie <laughs> oh no no <laughs> yeah oh that's tough
0: yeah yep. um i will say before we get it you get into it um that there's an article about the show not being given a second season where they profile yeah. some tweets from angry fans oh no and one of the tweets says <laughs> like i want you to really buckle up for this one y'all So Netflix really had the audacity to cancel a show that talks about bipolarity, racism, figure skating, family, LGBT representation, child abuse, teenage pregnancy, and post-traumatic disorder. Well, that's just way too sad, and it deserves some recognition.
1: Wow. 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 (laughs) All I want (laughs) to (laughs) say... is that Netflix can check a lot of boxes on any given day, but they're not checking the box for doing any of those things well. Nope. Yeah,
0: see, that's the thing, folks, is just because you portray these things in your television show doesn't mean you're doing anything for the discourse. Nope. Nope. Another fan wrote, this tv series the actors the audience the topics discussed everyone deserved more above all more respect and more confidence for a second <laughs> series that would allow that would follow the first already brilliant and intense in itself
1: brilliant wow
0: there is also a change.org petition called fans demand the <laughs> renewal of netflix spitting out for a second season
1: how many people signed it? Like four?
0: I will now be clicking on this link. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. uh Two, it would appear.
1: <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. 35,000. 35,000.
0: 35,000
1: 35, people? There are only two comments, though. Is that like the closest we're ever going to get to the Netflix ratings numbers is like
0: yes 35,000 people. To the sign creators this of petition. the petition were trying to get 50,000.
1: Well, didn't quite nail it. Nope. The thing nope. that kind of like hurt my soul is that I know that I watched this in the time window that Netflix uses. <laughs> oh no to determine if they're going to create more content (laughs) oh no and i was like no i need to slow down
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know what's great is that i did the thing that really fucks with the netflix algorithm where i watched a couple episodes and then i just never went back to it oh
1: good so we balanced each other out (laughs) we did I
0: i fixed it for you
1: thank you so much
0: that's like the most powerful thing you can do in the Netflix algorithm, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm also going to read you this user review
1: from IMDb. Oh, our favorite place to get reviews. Our
0: favorite place. Um, the title is Addictive, Artistic, and Suspenseful.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. It is,
0: in a weird way, suspenseful. That is how it kept me. Yeah. Yeah. However, I don't care about any of the stakes no like the stakes I guess are high but the issue is that all of her problems are self-imposed and so it's like anyway so here's how the review goes between the beautiful choreographed skating routines and gorgeous costumes the series shows the hardships of the sport and everyday life and family well developed characters with a small backstory for each main character in each episode which I enjoyed (laughs) It discusses mental health, the tribulations of race and wealth, familial relationships, sex, and friendship. I really hope the show continues on to another season
1: <laughs> two two things <laughs> one, you get a small backstory on every character. <laughs> <laughs> well developed <laughs>
0: characters with a small backstory for each main character in each episode, which I enjoyed. <laughs>
1: Two, the
0: tribulations of wealth. <laughs> the tribulations of race and wealth. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, that's something else. Yes. Yeah. So there is a oh, small boy. but
0: wildly dedicated fan base for this show
1: yeah so the one thing i want to talk about (laughs) before we address some narrative choices sure is the other major choice that netflix made that was so alarming but also i guess that it i don't know i don't know what they could have Done better, but <laughs> they chose to uh, superimpose the actors' faces on the yes. skating doubles. Yes, with some real shoddy CGI. Yep, and it was extremely alarming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there would be times when, like, the actress would be spinning around doing her spins and whatnot, and if you if you just saw her face at the right moment, you could see the body double's face kind of fade over mm-hmm. the character's face.
1: Yeah. Or they'd, like, suddenly look like they were kind of a video game character. Yep. It Which was, was a
0: neat neat trick. It's very, like,
1: ghostly
0: in a way yeah. that they didn't intend. Yes.
1: Yes. So, that was a choice. And, like, as I said
0: earlier, they did not give the show much of a budget, and yet they bothered with the special effects for that.
1: Right. Like, just show them from far enough away. Everyone knows that they're not really skating. (laughs) Right.
0: Well, and then they tried to overcompensate by, like, moving the camera around a whole fucking bunch. Yeah. So, like, the camera's always moving to, like in a dance with the actor and it's like artistic
1: and it's like they'd like clearly have them like on a some sort of like dolly or something where they were just not actually skating but looked like they were moving
0: just zipping around there are also pictures from instagram from one of the actresses where like they showed her in front of a blue screen laying on her stomach on this like big mat and then that it was for like one of the lifts or something Oh God! Where they then like superimposed her skating. It's just sure. like Netflix. You like tried why too go hard. to all
1: the work? Yeah, <laughs>
0: like that's when you do character reaction shots. That's when you do like I don't know fake news footage or something. There are ways
1: around this, you know. On Friday Night Lights, they rarely showed the game. <laughs> Yeah. There was
0: a reason. (laughs) Well, you know, that's the other thing. It's like, I know this comes up all the time anytime someone's doing art on screen. But, like, this chick is skating. And people are constantly coming up to her and being like, your sister does the moves, but you have a gift. You truly are gifted. You could be something great. You've really got it. (laughs) And it's like, but does she? Because I couldn't tell you. I can't tell. I don't know.
1: Right. Like, all I can tell is she kinda has cold feet for a really long time about something that she's supposedly good at. Yeah. She
0: sure can wave her arms around. I can tell you that. Yep. That looks pretty dancey. Sure, sure, sure.
1: Yep. Yeah. Um. So. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you about the plot they threw in around episode yes. like 8 of 10 or I'm 6 so of 8 ready. however many Um they decided to cuz you know how they built up that the sister's coach was going to like assault her. Yeah. Well, he turned out to be a good guy, TM. Oh. And um <laughs> They decided instead to have the doctor that everyone goes to assault Um, her instead. Sure. You know, some real, like, ripped from the headlines of the Mm -hmm. U.S. gymnastics team. (laughs) Yeah. In the penultimate episode. Cool, 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 cool. Like, it literally read, like, they were writing all these episodes and all of a sudden they were like, let's, let's take a, a turn. <laughs> that was totally unnecessary. <laughs> and then they do this whole, like, redemption arc, quote-unquote, in, like, 30 minutes of an hour-long episode where the mom, like, goes to his house and tells him that she's going to sue him. Oh. And proves that she's a good parent, quote-unquote. Sure. Yeah. And it it, it, <laughs> it was such a fucking choice.
0: That's a real... So, so did they have, like, all of them? Like, the chick with the busted hip had been abused by him and the main character had been abused by him? Like, what's the story no, of this? No, I don't...
1: She was just dating him. Oh. The chick with the busted hip, but she didn't actually get assaulted because she's an adult, I think, gotcha. is how that works. I see.
0: Because they, yep. they almost could have done something interesting there.
1: You know, they thought they were doing something interesting, but in fact they were doing something unnecessary. <laughs>
0: the argument I could see for it, which I'm not saying that this is like an appropriate way to go with it but if they wanted to go that way because like the older sister the whole time was like convinced this was happening and that she needed to protect her sister but then if all of the lady skaters were being abused by this dude including her and then it was like she couldn't see it because they were all being victimized you know what I mean
1: yeah yep nope they didn't they didn't go there they took a real like sudden turn to SVU territory
0: sure mm-hmm,
1: um it was fascinating. The only storyline that was actually almost compelling, maybe was the chick with the busted hip, yeah, who at some point obviously can't skate anymore and spends like a few episodes being like... I literally didn't go to college, and I have no prospects. <laughs> yeah, they, like, like what? Set, what do s- I
0: do with my life? They set her up, because they were like, oh, you have to take a break now, or else you'll never be able to skate again. And she's like, well, I can't do that, so... But, like, um, for reasons
1: that weren't real. Right. Again, like, the show has a hard time with, like, justifying the choices that it's Well, because they were trying to be like, well, the
0: competition is so soon and if you take a break now then you won't be ready for the competition but I feel like at least some athletes would have the presence of mind to be able to say like maybe I'll miss the competition this time but I'll be able to continue competing
1: right and then they played it as like her family would be disappointed Mm. it's like okay so (laughs) so Tell me the plot that happens with the bartender guy. Um, they... He... Oh, what happens? So, the main chick goes off her meds to be a stronger competitor. Sure. Um, And she has, like, an episode and invites all these randos to the rich kid's, like, ski cottage Mm -hmm. condo thing. Um, His big
0: weird sex penthouse.
1: Yep, yep.
0: Yeah.
1: And they... So then the guy drags the bartender guy up there to help, like, get the people out of the condo, and they get in a fight, with someone there for reasons and they get arrested. And then I want to, I feel like I'm getting this mixed up with a different show, but I also don't think I am. I think they do a flashback to him being a child and his family moves to that town. And then his dad gets arrested in front of him But they haven't done anything wrong. And Mm -hmm. then it's... A... Flashback because he's in the same situation where he was just defending someone. And he gets arrested. And then... No one believes him because he's not white. Sure. And... Then he can't be on the ski team anymore... Uh-oh. Because he got arrested, but he'd already dropped out of med school or law school <laughs> to join the ski team. <laughs> Whoops. There's just so many choices, and there's, again, like, there's storytelling they're trying to do, but they're doing it with no tact.
0: <laughs> None at all.
1: <laughs> None at all. Again, just because you portray the thing
0: doesn't mean you should have. Right. Oh,
1: No. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: But he, uh, I think
1: he finds happiness eventually, uh, if uh, I remember right. Good for him. Mm-hmm.
0: I did briefly go shoe shopping because I found that plot line so dull.
1: Yep. 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 <laughs> Just in case you were you sh- wondering. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's kind of how I felt during this entire show. Like, I was certainly doing other things and not missing anything important. (laughs) I think I cleaned while I watched this.
0: Yeah. Did I clean my grout while watching it?
1: Wow. Yeah, I think you did, actually. I think I did. I think I did that. So, if you want a show to clean your grout to... (laughs) 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 Sounds... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> such a big mood.
0: <laughs> oh my god, we're yep. 30 years old and we do a podcast. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, we clean our grout and we watch bad television. And you can too. You can too. With spinning out from
1: Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and on that note, we've talked for too long about ice skating.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have to talk about boats next, so, like... <laughs>
1: yeah. Doubleheader night. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, um, if you would like to talk to us about ice skating and or score a hockey musical, you can find us at with us on Twitter, at HateWatchWithUs at gmail.com, Fucking nailed it. <laughs> Kill it. <laughs> or, or at hatewatchwithus.com. Or you can leave us a star review of your choosing on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening and write in the comments what your favorite part of hockey, the equation, is.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Show your math. Um Oh, you literally sent me <laughs> shoes. <laughs> you know, I, I literally looked at a shoe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you got like halfway into it. Then I was like, oh, this is not the plot I was expecting. So I just kind of went yeah. away for a, a minute. And then I came back into the the whole thing about the ski team and was like, oh, sure. Yeah, that, that sounds yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, I'm lining up my shoe purchases for spring shoes. Mm. It's been a whole thing today, guys. Are you buying sneakers? I Yeah, at some point. Wow. I'm always in the market for sneakers. I'm and by always, sad. I just mean I need, like, one pair every, like, eight years. <laughs> These
1: look like all birds. Yeah.
0: They're supposedly waterproof, <laughs> though. So it's different. Oh.
1: Hmm. Yeah, you can get waterproof kids, too.
0: Oh, yeah, that's probably a better way to go. Well, but see, what I like about these is that they're knit and not just, like, silicone, and I already have, like, silicone shoes. Anyway, if you want to listen to some podcasts (laughs) where they don't talk about their preferred shoe material, (laughs) you can hop on over to the Thought Bubble Audio Network. They've got shows, and they talk about other things. I couldn't tell you what they are right now because my brain is still stuck on the different types of knit of shoes made out of recycled plastic. But they're at ThoughtBubbleAudio.com and ThoughtBubbleFM on Twitter, and you can find them by email, ThoughtBubbleAudio at gmail.com, and they're also on Patreon. Search for Audio and give them money so that I can buy myself shoes and (laughs) yeah
1: <laughs> no you're not funding Kirsten
0: <laughs> no you're funding the creation of incredible independent podcast art like this show that you've listened to for an hour and a half
1: <laughs> one day you too can subsidize our hosting platform yeah <laughs> Um, thank you for sticking with us through these trying times.
0: (laughs) I wish Battle of the Blades had had, like, a good catchphrase that we could, like, sign off with.
1: Oh, God, I wish.
0: But, like, something
1: something Canada, I guess. Something something backflip footwork Canada. (laughs) Technique. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, let's Spending go in order. I guess, right? With. Yeah. Oh, both. I I <laughs> I see where we are.
0: You can't. You can't start with both
1: i i i I know how topics work i thought you were asking if you wanted to talk about below deck or ice skating no that's clearly clearly a second episode topic okay okay jesus christ (laughs) clearly crowd Tough crowd.